Hello, universe. This is Gold Podcast. I'm Les. And this is Doug. And And we we are genuinely out actively lifting society. Hey, everybody. This is Les. And Dub. And today, I want to start things off with a little check-in. Can we do that, especially with our topic, which I'm going to tell y'all in a minute? We've had a crazy week, and one thing I like to do with friends or family or whatever is just do a kind of self-care check-in, just make sure you had a good week. So hit us on our social media platforms and tell us how you are doing this week. Yeah, for us, it was busy. We had a lot going on this week. Yeah, it was fun, though. We got to partake in a 2 a.m. podcast live show, showcasing podcasts for 24 hours. Yeah, that was crazy. That was fun. I I enjoyed it. And then we took part in a protest for stopping violence, which went off really well. There was a lot of peace, a lot of fun, good speakers, good music. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling on top of the world right now. Me too. Me too. We had a really good week, a lot going on. And now this week we have our daughter's sweet 16 on Friday. So (laughs) she's a Leo and you can tell (laughs) (laughs) we won't be here in the end of it, but um, it's just a lot of good stuff. A lot of good vibes. Yeah. Hi. High vibrations. Yeah. So part of why I wanted to do the check-in and why I thought it was important for this episode is because I want to talk about what's actually considered a silent epidemic, not only in the U.S., but around the globe, and that is mental health, but specifically pertaining to men. Yes. And a big reason... I want to discuss mental health specifically with men is, I mean, I have many important men in my life I care about, for one, but also because the the studies even show specifically that around the world in the higher income countries and stuff where they've done studies, that men are three times more likely than women to die by suicide. Mm. And just in the United States, according to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, men died by suicide 3.56 times more often than women in 2018. Ooh, that was recent. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So I think it's a really important topic, and we're not saying women's mental health isn't just as important. However, men's mental health is not talked about enough. And that's why this episode's really important to me personally. What about you, babe? Why'd you want to do this episode? I just know in my community and men that look like me and that don't because I have a variety of friends, there is never enough talked about with how we are doing. It's all funny games, joking, a lot of a lot of goofing off or, you know, there's not too many intellectual men that I get to have real long in-depth conversations with. Uh, I'm starting to with our podcast. We've been able to find and reach a lot of new people. So it's growing. But even in those men, they're open about what they've had to go through uh, from a mental standpoint. So there's a growth that I think needs to happen for men. And I want to hopefully shine some light on that. And if we can touch one, one male around the globe that can get some help for anything that he's going through, then we've made a success of this podcast show. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's what it's about for us is just helping other people. I do want to say, because to me it's important to state this, we're not in any way giving advice, anything no. like that. This is just a discussion amongst ourselves. I do personally have an educational background in a few subjects, psychology, social work, sociology. So I have my educational background and then my personal experience that a lot of what I'm going off of is and I do also do research, especially for episodes that are a little heavier like this or more serious. I want to make sure we have facts. So if y'all hear me ruffling my papers, I'm old school and I write my stuff down still. So excuse me. I need you to get a laptop. I know. he's. <laughs> I can't do the screen that much, y'all. It's all, right. all good, though. So let's get into it. What's Yeah. So I want to know... From you, babe, as a man, have you had any experience in your, like, family or friends with, like, how you said, you know, just more recently, you've been able to have more in-depth conversations, but throughout your life, what's your experience with mental health in general and specifically men and boys? Men boys, everybody I've been around, it's been all about, uh, there's been an ideology of what men mm. are supposed to be. And so it's, you're tough. You don't cry. Being a man of color, it's, you have so much other crap you're going to have to deal with in the world. You don't got time to be emotional. So you are not allowed to have feelings, emotions. Your job is to be a machine, get out and do. And you can't cry, can't express yourself. You just have to do what you do. And then what I noticed with relationships with the men in my life, it's very uh, male oriented where you, you are constantly trying to show yourself as the alpha. I played sports, you know, so like the tough guy. Yeah. It image was the tough type. guy, not even the, just the tough guy. It was, you were a leader. You were, you were the top of the elite. So, mm. you know, I mean, I, I mean, I have friends that are in professional sports. So I have friends that are, uh, politicians. So the vast majority of the men that I was around were were more top of the food chain type men. Mm. And so we've always had this tougher exterior that was given to us along with just, you know, you I grew up in the hood. So being in the hood, you have your there's a survival yeah. piece, you know. So when you're trying to just survive at first, then you know, you, you don't get to think about emotions or how you feel or anything like that. And what was interesting was, you know, eventually we made it to the middle class, but uh, even it didn't matter what class of men I was around. We all had to have this tougher exterior that was always shown. You weren't, you know, you put on this face and if you were not okay, you never showed that because you were torn down by, by mm. your peers for sure. Right. So that was my experience. So with today. that, that brought up a really good point. Not that, like you said, status or success level or, you know what I mean, doesn't always play a huge part, but it, I think the stigma sometimes, the, the higher in status or class you are, or in a sense, celebrity, because part of the reason this topic came up for us was actually a meme about my and the point of it was about mental health remember and it oh, showed 
Kanye and Yep, Will. it showed Kanye and Will, and it was pointing out how people are making fun of these men for showing emotion or showing, you know, issues with mental health or what have you. And so do you feel that their status has makes it even tougher for them because they're such a public figure, like they they especially can't I think it's success. It has nothing to do with status. Okay. I think it's level of success, whether that be in the in the public eye or not. Um, okay. The more the more leadership you have to show, or mm. the more um, putting yourself as the front the front yeah, man, like the face, um, yeah. especially. I mean, look. Let's look at sports. Quarterbacks are what are they considered? Even keeled. They don't show emotion. They're the right. ones that are supposed to, you know, lead the team. Well, part of being a leader is. You know, your emotions are in check no matter how crazy you're, you're doing. Now, there's there, there's different levels to that, okay? Because there's the you're emotionally sound, you're emotionally stable. Okay. But even when you're not, I mean, if you're if you're striving for success or or you're just trying to better yourself, it doesn't matter. When you are a man and you I mean, when we think of men, when women talk about men, they want that strong, tall, dark, you know, it's the strong alpha. Strong man, you know? yeah. So it's protector. Exactly. So no signs of weakness. Yeah. Type and thing. With men, unfortunately, the, the society has said that emotions are a sign of weakness. Yeah. Yeah. So what's interesting in my research with what you had to say about men of color specifically and the the kind of added pressures in the study I was reading, it actually specifically stated, and this um, specific information, you guys, I got out of medical news today, okay, and it is a reviewed article and all of that. Now, this article stated that men of color or diverse racial or ethnic backgrounds have a, a more challenging time when it comes to taking care of their mental health. Because not not only all the kind of stigmas and pressures you discussed, but it brought up the specific points that, for example, in the U.S. alone, Black and Latino men are six times more likely to be murdered than their white peers. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the pressure and the thoughts of, and they know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Walking around with that on your shoulders. And then the other one stated specifically that American Indian men, which are a lot of population that are kind of brushed to the side or forgotten about, mm -hmm. American Indian men are most likely to attempt suicide and black men are most likely to face incarceration in this country. Wow. Yeah. And uh, this is just a U.S. statistic? Yep, and this is according to the former CEO of the American Psychology Association, Professor Norman Bruce Anderson. Well, yeah, I mean, I can definitely believe that. I mean, so with that, imagine how those disparities affect these men's mental health. Yeah, I can definitely believe it. I mean, I, I live it. <laughs> so those there's always that in the back of your mind when you leave the house. Am I going to be? Uh, murder today? Am I going to mm. be uh, threatened today? Am, am I going to jail today? Am I going to be mistaken for uh, someone other criminal? You know, these those are that's just the everyday life. Unfortunately, 
it's become so common that some of us don't even see this as anxiety or stress. It's just the way we live because we don't know any different through society. Wow. And then on top of it, being kind of under this umbrella of society, home life and everything of having to be the strong male and not show any signs of weakness, not it's you're a man, you don't cry, you don't show, you know, emotion. And that was another interesting fact I read when looking into this, where it talked about how men actually show symptoms of mental health, like depression and anxiety, their symptoms actually come out differently. Like with women, we we project sadness. If we're depressed, we typically come off sad. Mm-hmm. Men, instead... They come off angry that was, or that agitated. Was the first word I had in my head. Yeah. It's going to be anger. Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you for me, I went through a level of probably depression when we were going through our foreclosure. Mm. I was angry all the time. It, was a, it wasn't that I was angry, it was just a level of frustration to be in that situation. First off, you have an entire household depending on you and you're not able to provide. Mm. So, I mean, that, that alone uh, can be a scary thing. But then you add into it that you feel like you've been winning your whole life and now you're in a situation where you're you're losing. It was your first real failure in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, it was in the long run, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I learned and I grew so much from it. Because but, what is failure? Yeah, it's first attempt in learning. Go ahead. <laughs> fail. <laughs> so it just uh the the depression, the it, it men, I guess the I don't know if it's testosterone. I don't know what it is within our our brain and the way our neocortex or anything works. However, I'm not the scientist. (laughs) But um, it's anger is the easiest thing for, I think, men because of the aggression in men Mm -hmm. uh, to show. So there were times where I would, you know, sometimes yell at the kids or be a little too snappy with you uh, in those times. And, you know, you feel awful afterwards. And it's like, I should be in control of this. It shouldn't be an issue. So that was another another thing when reading about the way men display their symptoms. Another thing it discussed was how men tend to they they don't see a doctor for for anything mental or emotional. They tend to see a doctor if they're kind of a lot of men forced to due to a physical yeah, issue. Yeah, I was gonna say most men don't go to the doctor at all. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you yourself, it takes a whole lot for me to get you to go to the doctor over an issue. And oh, yeah. yeah, and so what I was reading was stating that men will self medicate with alcohol. That's a common kind of therapy um for them in a sense. And then of course that tends to lead to aggression and anger and then a whole spiel of things from there. And also the symptoms of specifically like depression and anxiety. Anxiety is a big one because the heart will start racing, things like that. So they'll notice the physical symptoms and might go in and get seen. Mm -hmm. But even then, I feel like men still a lot of times will be in denial if a doctor does Give them, like, say, it could be something with your mental health. We should look into that. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's depression. Like, how do you, do you feel men are receptive? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, men don't like to talk about anything emotional. If, I mean, it's not that we don't. It's just, it's not as natural a conversation for men to talk about their feelings. Why? Do you think? Why? Um, Well, kind of some of the stuff I've already touched yeah. on where you 
you know, you're raised that in my community, it's say, you better not cry. You know, stop, stop whining like a little baby. Are you a girl? You know, so it's seen as a feminine trait to have emotions. So you're raised and you're brought up in this hard, tougher exterior. And sometimes, I mean, there's some men that if, if their boy cries, they smack them around or mm-hmm. there's the, the more probably they're already going through a, a psychotic episode or some type of mental illness themselves. And they're projecting that onto their child because of their, you know, hey, I don't, I don't want my son to be uh, bullied. So let me teach yeah. him to be tough. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of different things that go into that or, you know, and anytime kids talk about emotions with a parent, a lot of times it's with their mother. So, mm. so for men to, you know, bring up an emotion that they're feeling, it almost feels like they're, oh, they're being a whiner. Cause that's, you know, you're, yep. you're being a whiner yep. or what your mama's boy. You yeah. Know? So it's, it's a very, it's a very delicate thing. Um, I couldn't give you the exact reason. I just no. know what I witness and, and the symptoms that I can see. Yeah. I was just curious when I meant why I was just saying like from your. My perspective. Yeah. Your own personal experience. Like what makes you feel like you can't or, you know, those aren't conversations. Oh, well, I've changed a lot. I think. I've oh, been, absolutely. But, but prior. before uh, it was, I didn't have time to be a kid because I yeah. was dealing with, you know, my mom, um, not all the time, but there was a big chunk of my childhood where I was supporting her and her trying to help her off her addiction and supporting my little sister. So it was like, I didn't have time to think about me or my state. It was, I was a caregiver. Then uh, my mom passed and that was uh, a whole nother toll. And so it was like, for me, the only way to deal with it was to just shut down any emotion mm. that I had because it just, it hurt too much. And I didn't want to be some, you know, sob whiny guy. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to fail at life because I was stuck in my emotions, mm. you know? So for a long time, I shut that off and unfortunately projected that on our own kids were said, Hey, don't, don't be a whiner. There's, yeah. you have so much tough stuff in this world. You don't got time to be soft. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's totally unfair, you know? So I'm so happy that I've You've grown. grown from that. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I think now, I mean, it's okay for men to cry. It's, it's okay to show emotion. You need that outlet and yeah. it's therapy. And it's so exhilarating to be able to express yourself other than I'm out here getting it. I'm out here this, that, or whatever. And, you yeah. know, there's going to be guys that think I'm soft for saying this, but um, real men cry, real men support and love and, and care and have empathy and all of those things. That's what real men are about. And we need to be able to stop tearing down men for yeah, uh, sharing who they are as a person, well, all all levels. Yeah, know? and I feel like that's kind of who it comes from. I I it does come from women too, but when I look back at trying to think of because our daughter, we just had a conversation with our daughter the other day where I remember her saying something about I've it was so hard. I think at your dad's funeral because she had never seen you cry. Mm, yeah. And so I was just sitting here thinking about the times I've actually seen men in my life cry. And when I have, I feel like they've actually been really, really embraced. And it's been kind of one of those things where people are like, oh, that because it's so rare. Yeah. So it's like 
people are almost more attentive sometimes. But when you say people, are you saying men or women? Women. Women. That's why I say I think that, that like you said, the men doing it to each other mm-hmm. is one of the biggest issues. Yeah. Unfortunately. So yes. men, be nice to each other. <laughs> Let each other cry. Give each other a shoulder. If yeah. not, we got shoulders right here. Yeah. But it's that's just interesting to sit here and think about because I was just picturing that and I'm like yeah us women we see a man cry and I feel like we're even more attentive because we're like we know it took a lot for that to come out you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and some you get get two sides you either get the women like that or you get the one that's like oh this soft blah 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 what's he over here whining about oh he ain't no he ain't no thug (laughs) I feel like them women they got their own stuff going on they need to work on they're not to uh, react that way they're in a different state you know just, yeah it's yeah not, it's a state of growth yeah and i mean there there are men too that are definitely you know um supportive and embracing but i definitely think it is a bigger thing again amongst men to be that that tough guy exterior and be manly and not show any type of but I know also when when you talk about the issues after your mom was killed, like when we first met, it was only a couple of years later, and you definitely showed it through anger, not like directed necessarily at people or at, like you were saying, a little bit at the kids with how you talked, but more so in that you could even tell when you got upset because it was still pretty fresh. You displayed your emotions through anger for sure. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just thinking specifically of an incident of like slamming a car door, you guys. I'm not talking about like violence or yeah, <laughs> craziness. Yeah, I'm not an abuser. I wasn't, no. uh, I don't think I've ever gotten any crazy like that. Just no, nothing. I saw, so. Nothing like that, but definitely it's something I think us women even need to be more considerate of and thoughtful behind the fact that when our men are displaying aggression or anger, and I'm not saying in any way violence, anything like that, I'm talking when you can just sense that they're pissed off or they're angry, then maybe there's more going on. Yeah. You know, maybe there's something else going on and try to... I'm a big person for trying to talk things out anyway. That's, you know, how we work. But just think about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to. There are some men that are, aren't, aren't going to talk at all. There were, there were oh, yeah. plenty of times where I was upset. So I just didn't talk. I just left the house. Yeah. You shut so, down. That was another another way of displaying, I think. Yeah. It was the easiest way for me. It's yeah. it's um coping mechanism. I mm. think a lot of men have their coping mechanism. You know, some have alcohol. Um, some, you know, are some do destruction, others do internal destruction, I want to call mm. it, because it's when you sh- just shut off or cut off and you don't allow yourself that release, it's a buildup. It's it's held in. And, you know, um, that energy, you know, <laughs> I'm yes. all about energy and yes. vibrations and uh, levels. So I think you keep yourself in a lower state and you eventually kill yourself with, yeah. with uh, holding that that type of negative energy, that karmic energy inside of yourself, and not releasing in a positive manner. So, yeah, you know, 
I love that you went there because that's one thing people don't think about is people a lot of times base a lot of things off the outside, the exterior. You know what I mean? And there are plenty of people. There are a lot of, lot of people that show their mental health through their physical and things that they may do to their body that are harmful, um, whether it's through what they eat, what they consume, what they, and things like that. And for you to be able to, I, I guess, identify that not everybody shows it on the outside that it does. There are people that there are tons of people out there that can come off on the exterior as fabulous. Look at Robin Williams. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and on the interior, like you said, that energy is just killing them on the inside. And mm-hmm. I think it's really important to have these discussions and this topic tonight because this is to let everybody know whether you're man, woman, whatever I, you identify with, if it's not one of those, whatever it is, your energy, your internal energy, your mental well-being, your emotional well-being is just as important as your physical well-being. Yes. And so let it out in whatever way is therapeutic and works for you. Um, some people, like you said, babe, are not talkers. Yeah, Talking is not going to do it. And a lot of people express it through art. Well, yeah. You, I mean, that's the whole reason I did music for yeah. several years was that was my release. Yeah. You know? I, I couldn't necessarily put things into a correct sentence. Mm. But I could definitely write a good poem. I was going to say a poem. So that's always been my outlet is is through art for me. You know, so some people paint, some some sing. Some, yeah, some know. people meditate. Exactly. Go to the movies. I mean, it doesn't have to be art. It can be whatever works for you. But it it comes down to mindset and self care. Really, it does. You have to protect your energy, like you said, babe. It's all about energy, and one of the biggest things for me that I can give for advice because I have personally I'll get personal for me and I've suffered myself with depression in the past and suicidal ideation anxiety different things for me my with my growth I don't consider myself to have really those issues anymore I still do suffer a little bit of anxiety but my my learning about my mindset and my energy has been huge and being able to recognize when you're having negative thoughts and try to turn those into positive thoughts. Um, I always tell people it's baby steps. Doing little things for self-care is super important. And when we say self-care, that it does not have to be something huge. People think you have to take a vacation or go get a massage or whatever. Other night I took a bubble bath. Big whoop, you know, and or just watching your favorite show or listening to your favorite song or meditation. We love our meditation. Or your favorite podcast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or calling somebody and just talking about something just totally off topic. But whatever works for you is really important. To add to that, I think you have to find a safe space. Yeah. I think that's important because I don't think anybody's going to be able to open up unless they feel safe, secure. Yes. Um, whether that be, you know, a, a place, a person, mm. um, you know, it doesn't matter, uh, a book, whatever it is, you just need to feel safe. And then to add to what you were saying about, you know, how you started to catch yourself. I think that's yes. that's key. You know, your triggers. Yeah. And then you're able exactly. to redirect them. 
in Who overtime. Who has a psychology degree using triggers and everything? I'm hey loving now. it, babe. <laughs> I love it. I learned a little something, something. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, every, I mean, everything you're saying is, is just on point. And I love you bringing up the safe space. And another safe space can be in your own head. Because um, a lot of things, I mean, mental health is a, it's in your own head. So whatever you need to do to find that control in a healthy way, not in a destructive or toxic way, but in a healthy, safe way, if that means a lot of times going internally and having that safe, safe space be in your mind, big, big thing for me is do, do breathing Guys. Meditation is what yeah. really brought me to a new light. I mean, it was literally the most joy, mm -hmm. you know, you can start to feel. I don't, I can't even describe the level of just emotions because you feel peace, you feel calm, you feel joy, you mm. feel happiness. There's, there's so many things tied into it all at one. It's a level of energy that's just in a frequency that's amazing. You know, and it yeah. it didn't happen overnight. It takes time to get there. And I don't get there every time. Right. You know, that's the thing. It's like, you know, some of these people, they think with meditation, almost like a different drug. You're chasing this high. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the case. You no. know, there's, there's all types of meditation factors to, you know, running and being in tune with what you're doing, sitting in a uh, one spot meditating or. Yeah. Or, you know, yoga meditation or tantric meditation. There's so many forms. But meditation alone has been the one key tipping point for me that's just helped me grow tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when you started meditating and the growth I've seen since and the just energy level and how amazing things were and how much oh, was yeah. opened up for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Big and thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the where you talked about how you handled your emotions and things like that through anger. Once I th think you got even maybe a little before, but especially once you got into like meditation mm -hmm. and just vibrations and energy in general really opened you up so much more so that now I feel like your emotions are not, they don't come off as anger. Right. Unless you're mad. <laughs> I mean, if you're <laughs> mad, yeah. it's. But as far as sadness, things like that, I feel like you've come a long way. You know what I mean? Your growth has really been Thank you. immense. And the way that you teach our sons, you know, as, as boys and things, because like you said, at first years ago, like say with our older kids, especially our older son, it was more, like you said, that mentality mm -hmm. you grew up with, yeah. you know? We need to break down this idea of what we think men are. It's the stigma. Yeah, it's, of we need to just round it. Society in general. I don't care what country you're in. We've we've traveled around the globe. Yeah, and it's we're no different around the globe. You know, there's this ideology that a man has to have this certain form, and when you learn. That uh, we all have masculine and feminine energy in us and that yes. we can carry emotions. You know, emotions are just energy in motion. And I mean, that's what emotions are. So we feel everything and we need to be able to tear down what we believe a man is, tear down what we yes. believe a woman is and allow people to just 
be free just spirits be. and enjoy life because yeah. if there's someone full of passion and you know construction is her thing who are we to judge her so or say a something's not job. a job for her or yeah. if a man wants to be a, a nurse who are we to say that's why aren't you trying to be a doctor you yeah. know i mean there's so many levels yeah of, uh, true men and women's energy that yeah. we try to tear down or put in this box or know? dress a certain way yeah. look at so. when what was it one of the celebrity kids or something Jaden was it yeah, yeah. wore a dress or a skirt and people just went bonkers oh yeah 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 and so well i mean in close in hip-hop to and the black community mm. it, you know any sign of male feminine energy is met as a threat yeah and it's it's tore down i mean we don't even hear the stories about the transgender oh yeah uh you know men of color or non-color that are murdered in the streets or or hated on because they are who they are i mean who's the kardashian what's what's the dad jenner chris jenner who no chris is the mom chris chris Oh Bruce, Bruce, who became Caitlyn. Yeah, yes, I mean, they, yes. they wanted to strip him of his metal. They, yeah. I mean, they completely tore him down. They're her. Like, her. I, I think I, you're she right. I, I need to be respectful. Her. So to to go through that, I mean, yeah. she felt ashamed to even had gone through the transition because of the backlash, backlash that was given to her. Right. You know? And mean, then imagine if... Yeah. she was of color it's even worse yeah. it really is definitely. the definitely because the the black community is harsh mm -hmm. very any uh, a lot of ethnic and yeah diverse yeah. Yeah, it's not just the black community it's just that's what i know it's what i relate it, to. oh yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely to. but yeah it's it's rampant and i think we need to allow people to just express who they are so just be one yeah. love Peace, as long as love, you're not hurting people we love everybody that's right yeah so one of the biggest issues with the cultural stigma is due to all of it, kind of the stigmas, because there's a lot, yeah. right? It's not just one. That makes it so that men have an extremely hard time even seeking help. That's on a global scale. Yeah. And so it's not, and it's not even just seeking help. It's even getting to the point of admitting that they need help. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. something, you know what I mean? I think we we need to change the narrative. We there need to make it okay, yeah. right? Definitely. What's weird is I've actually started to see my friends through social media open up about some of the mental health that they're going through. And one actually said that he's going to counseling to make himself better. Really? And so, I mean, that was huge yeah. to see that. You know, not not only is he just expressing this to his friends, but he's putting this out to the to the masses to see. You know, well, and that's, so. that's a big thing, especially with men that we didn't even touch on, was going to counseling. Huh, yeah. <laughs> I was definitely against it. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. Especially in different cultures and, you know, black men especially. Mm -mm. The counselor and the doctor are two people you don't see. Yeah. Unless you're dying. Yeah. Take some tussum and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> take some tussum and suck it up <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean that's that's a awesome thing that your friend was able to put that out there and when you say that i i agree i feel like there's a lot more men and even men who i feel like by their exterior you wouldn't necessarily expect it you know yep. what i mean and they're putting themselves out there but that's the stigma 
Exactly, have, you know, exactly. So. And I think that makes it more exciting when we see it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. So, you know, whether you're comfortable or not putting yourself out there, like we said, find something as an outlet. But I think people will be amazed at when they do put themselves out there in whatever capacity they're comfortable with, that they're going to be embraced and they're going to get the help that they need. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, so, so what do we do about that? How do we... How do we actually go about fixing this yeah, problem? Yeah, for sure. Because this is an epidemic. It, it is. is. It, it literally is. is considered the silent epidemic, according yeah. to several things I've seen. Well, even just through uh, Rona. Yeah. Uh, they they mentioned how less reporting of domestic violence, uh, child abuse has gone down, but the cases have gone up. Mm. So, and a lot of that is due to uh, the male being health, in the home and being in the home more constantly being agitated and, and probably without work right now yeah, and yeah, all that all factors. That. I, I know definitely when i because i've always been a provider a provider yeah. for our house even before you know helping yeah. my mom it's it's something that will literally eat mm-hmm. at your core when you mm. cannot do that you know, so, I mean, I love my family to death to see any of you hurt, starve, or go without Yeah, would just, you know, that breaks me. Or for yeah. me to say, oh, we can't do this. I'm always like, how can I figure it out? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, our, it's not like our, <laughs> hey, <laughs> our house is very, very well off, very spoiled, very happy. So I'm um, thankful I've been able to do that. But I know, I know there are times where. When I was not, and that that was the probably the most lowest I've ever felt in life. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, it's understandable right now. Well, and you know, going into what what do we do? Because we're all about action. That's right. Is one thing with changing the narrative that we you know mentioned briefly is that there's actually studies even that show within my research I found as well that. One of the biggest issues is men's negative attitudes toward men with depression, like we talked about, toward mental health in general. So we need to change that narrative. We talked all about how it causes these stigmas. It really does. Mm -hmm. We need to change, change that mindset and change that view within our men. And I think that starts with our children. And it starts with our men in our homes and in our lives um, to help them in whatever capacity we can. But another um, thing that I saw that I thought was really helpful or something that made a lot of sense to me was it talked about how men tend to open up more and stuff in non-formal environments. Mm. Or yeah. informal environments, um, like we said, counseling, things like that. Groups aren't really men aren't really into so much. Yeah, no, I know it didn't work for me. Like yeah, you said, you know, I found meditation and other things that worked for me. So I went a non traditional route, but yeah. And what it, what I was finding was saying that, like one example is if you have a place of worship, that's where men have been able to feel comfortable mm-hmm. having these discussions. If you're a mason. If you have a, you know, your Mason family sometimes is your guys or your brothers you could talk to or whatever. So I think it's important for those informal groups 
to make it okay. You know what I mean? Because one of the things I read said how this guy was like, you know, when you're out playing football or basketball with the guys, you're not going to start talking and and having these conversations. Yeah. But why not? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Why not be do a check in? Right. Like, hey, hey, guys, what, you know, or something like that. Well, we got to understand the time we're in today because everybody goes through this thing. Phone. <laughs> uh, yeah. For everything. No one even has those conversations like that anymore. I mean, I remember watching the movie The Brothers. Mm, it was all playing that's basketball. That's my movie. Right? All your little <gasps> chocolate drops. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that is my movie. But yeah. that is such a good example. Go yeah, ahead, babe. You know, yes. there's the scene in the basketball yes. where they talk about the complaint. Well, they're complaining about this relationship situations and stresses they're going through but those were the candid conversations that were had where today it's snapchat it's you know who's got the best filter you know who got the best you're telling me y'all don't get on the court anymore oh yeah yeah, we still get on the court you know it's just uh you don't talk it's not any communication type of communication as it was you know you know in high school or so Earlier, do check-ins so. via whatever your low communication is now. Yeah, yeah we have to. Yeah. We have to. You know, I, I try to send a text message out to friends and everything like that to see how they're doing. Yeah, I love so. when you do. Tell them about your little, um, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah, so I I like to, I have a, a mass group text that I like to send out. I used to do it daily. I've gotten away from it, but I'm probably going to go back to it with everything going on and 2020. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that was such a fun episode where we got to actually talk about what we were happy and thankful for. So that was uh, awesome. But no, what I do is I send out uh, typically a five to max fifteen minute YouTube video um, that that tries to change somebody's day. I'm not into motivation, but it's all about inspiration. It's inspiration. Right? It's about making somebody smile, changing their day, changing their perspective. Because when you wake up on your mood, when you wake up is how your entire day goes. And yes. if you can, if I can change one person's mood, no matter what suffering or happiness they have to, to be elevated, then that, that feels like to me, I've done something positive. And then I feel good because I've touched somebody else. So it feels good to feel, you know, make other people feel good. Yeah. So I find all types of different YouTube videos or inspirational quotes and I'll just shoot that out and then hopefully. My friends are feeling good, men yeah. and women, because I, I do that to men and women. So. Yeah, and you've gotten feedback where people are like, wow, this you know, this stuff really means a lot, or I love yeah. that you send these. And well, just Sometimes like, I'll even take you know, 45 minutes to find a good video yeah. because I don't, I don't want to just you send out anything. You want to make sure it's so, good. Yeah, yeah. And it's always just about uplifting people and being yeah. positive, but it's little things like that that mm-hmm. I think are how we are able to make those changes. Yeah. You know, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It's something that's a process because it's something that's been unfortunately indoctrinated into society. Yeah forever um but as long as we're doing what we can and doing our part individually and collectively it'll get better a couple more things that i found for suggestions on things that we can do is community-based approaches which are fabulous with me having social work background and stuff i love community-based stuff and with that it, it gives people a chance to connect on a more personal level and feel more comfortable yeah. so that's that's huge and that's with a lot that we talked about the other thing we talked about kind of is how you changed with your interaction with our boys yeah 
And I think that's huge with um, society as a whole and how you talked about being more accepting when you even went into talking about trans and that pressure and how we need to be more accepting of everything and everybody. I think we gotta we gotta squash those stigmas. Yeah. We really do. Let our men know, let our boys know these things are okay and let them be them and embrace and love people for who they are. Yeah. Well, I wanna just take a second to talk to my men out here across yes. the globe. But first I want to start with the story because as you've heard, I've transitioned my life into a higher frequency and I've become better through the storm. And so as we see these storms, we all become better once we go through them. You know, there's no getting around it. Sometimes you have to go through it. And so I'll use my favorite quote, which is, you grow through what you go through. And for me, watching my boys transition from more of a rigid lifestyle to being able to be free, I've seen them grow. Mm. And that's what I think all men want is to see their their boys just flourish. And yeah. so my uh, interaction with them has definitely, I've seen such growth and amazement in what they're able to do and how freeing they may feel. But uh, I want to talk to my men because I want to let them know if you are feeling depressed, suicidal, angry, uh, frustration, sadness, whatever it is, it's okay to not be okay yes say it so, again please it's okay to, to not, not be, be okay. okay and when you are not okay it's definitely definitely advised that you go get yourself whatever help treatment that you need there are so many resources out there that make it affordable um i know in the u.s our healthcare system frowns mm. or doesn't support as much counseling and it makes it a lot more expensive but there are resources to help you pay for those or free resources so no matter what you wherever you are sitting around the globe know that there is a higher frequency for you there's a better place for you there's a smile you can get back to having so i just urge or encourage anybody listening to this to find your your happiness find your joy and if you're not okay Seek the help you need. We've even got some resources yes. that are here for that um, that I took down. One that is global. This is uh, the Mental Health of America. So this one's mainly based in the U.S., but it is global. There's They have a number for Psych Central. It's 800-273-8255. And that is for crisis and suicide as well. Uh, we do have listeners in Ontario. They have a telehealth number, 866 797 zero 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 and there's uh other resources for teens uh facing suicide 800-784-2433 they have a crisis call center and you can text answer to 839-863 for teens so there's going to be links in the show notes i'm not even putting any of our affiliate links or anything like that because i want men to be able to go to the details and just get the help or go to one of those links that you need and find the resources that are available to you. We got them for several countries and make sure that you're okay because we are needed and we need to make sure we're good as we go through this life and enjoy it. Yes, I love it. And I think that's a beautiful way to wrap it up. Well, that's it for the show. Hope y'all enjoyed. We know it was a heavier topic, but these are the topics we need to have. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Reach out. 
we're here. If you need, you know, any resources, we'll do what we can to help you. But like Dub said, we're going to post everything in the notes as well. And just know that you can reach us on all of our platforms anytime. We interact all the time. So if you have a question, if you need support, I am here. I am a friend. I am an ear to listen. So we are at Goals Podcast without the vowels. That's at Goals PDCST on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hit us up, shoot us a message, let us know that you're okay, and let us know about this episode. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. If you haven't rated, give us a rating. Yeah. And if you know a male in your life that needs to hear what we're speaking on here, share it on Facebook, send it to in a text message, however you need to reach them with this information, please get it out because we definitely want to support men on a global scale and let them know it's okay to not be okay and to figure out how to get back to that state. Absolutely. And that doesn't exclude women. We're here for y'all too. Today's episode, we just needed to focus on the men this time because there's not enough of it. So we thank you guys. We love y'all and we'll see you next week. And as usual, peace. Doses.